New Thought Media Network presents Pastor Michael Mangus with Friday's Fireside Chat, spiritual conversation for today. Here he is from the secret radio room, surrounded by thousands of watts, Pastor Michael Mangus. Well, good evening to everyone across the United States and also around the world. It is time for another fun-filled, thrill-packed, and also holiday edition of the Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus, its humble host, broadcasting from our secret, our secret location (laughs) somewhere here in Akron, Ohio. Now, Diego, my producer, may not know this, but Reverend Robert called me. He says, I think I know where your secret location is. Reverend Robert, that is just my mailing address. We are in a safe, secure, concrete bunker with windows. (laughs) Well, it's really good to have everyone here this evening. We have a wonderful show for you. Please feel free to interact with us by posting your comments below here on Facebook and also on YouTube. And again, if you're feeling shy or just want to go ahead and just say, write and just write me a little note. Uh, please feel free to do so at pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com. Pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com. So the purpose of our little get togethers on Friday evening is to talk about contemporary issues from a new thought perspective. And as I said a few weeks ago, I want us to have a new thought about all that's going on around us, which is a lot, not only here in the U.S., but also around the world. So again... The legal department wants me to read this. It says, the views and opinions expressed by the host and his guest are their own. They do not represent the views and opinions necessarily of the New Thought Media Network Centers for Spiritual Living, Reverend Robert, Diego, his beautiful wife, Mercedes, or anyone else living or dead. As they say in the 12-step recovery program, take what you like and leave the rest and now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) They're my viewpoints. They're my opinions. All right. But I, even if you disagree with me, good, because I want you to have a new thought about everything that's going on here. Well, we are having the holiday edition tonight. Uh, We are keeping it in the house tonight. Uh, My producer, uh, Diego Reyes, uh, will be Debuting a brand new show on Christmas Eve. We will not be here next week, but Diego will be with his brand new conscious karaoke show called Spirit Says Sing. So we'll find out more. Diego's one of our regular producers here on the New Thought Media Network. It's one of those guys that work behind the scenes. So I think this is his first time on camera tonight. So please do not beat him up. We did send him to makeup. For a couple of hours. 
<laughs> yeah, so Diego Reyes, again, my producer, uh, will be here in a few moments and again talking about his brand new show. Hanukkah ends today here on the 18th. Yule, and that's where we get the tradition of burning a log in the fireplace, giving off light, is usually celebrated around the darkest time of the year, which is December 21st or the winter solstice. And then we have Christmas on the 25th to commemorate the birth of Jesus of Nazareth and took the place of Yule in many Christian countries. All right, so what I'm going to do this evening is I'm going to tell you the truth about Christmas. There's a lot of things, and again, I do not mean to offend any of my Christian viewers this evening. Again, I consider myself Christian because I am a follower of the teachings of Jesus the Christ. But there's a few things I think you should know about. From humanreligions.info, Christmas Day, by other names, was the ancient feast day of the sun in the depths of winter predating Christianity. Did you know that? But the exact date of the winter solstice changed slowly over time, and that's because, again, with modern science coming along. So although the solstice moved progressively from January 6th to December 25th, some traditions continue to celebrate it on the familiar night, and today it falls around the 21st, 22nd of December. Now, here's something, if you were at Holmes Institute, you would have taken the philosophies of the Mediterranean region. The Roman religion of Mithraism was a Roman mystery religion that believed that the sun, S-O-N, of the sun, S-U-N, was a savior who was sacrificed for the good of all, which existed hundreds of years before Christianity even started. And they also started celebrating Christmas. Holds that the birth of Mithra was also on December 25th. How about that? <laughs> In another coincidence here, the birth of Mithra was also said to have been witnessed by three shepherds. No. And probably also a virgin birth, too. Okay? <laughs> Here's some wonderful, surprising facts about Christmas. This is from Stephanie Pappas of LiveScience.com. She wrote this, when you gather around the Christmas tree or stuff goodies into a stocking, you are taking part in a tradition that stretches back thousands of years long before Christianity ever entered the mix. Pagan, or the rural people, or non-Christian traditions show up in this beloved winter holiday a consequence of early church leaders melding the Jesus Nativity celebration with a pre-existing winter festival. And they did this a lot with Easter and also with Halloween. 
Since then, the Christmas tradition has warped over time, arriving at its current state a little more than a century ago. So let's read on for a little bit more about the surprising origin of Christian cheer and find out why Christmas was once banned in New England. Did you know that? Number one, the early Christians had a soft spot for pagans. Not so much today, but (laughs) it is a mistake to say that our modern Christian traditions come directly from pre-Christian paganism, said Ronald Hutton, who is a historian at Bristol University in the UK. However, he said you'd be equally wrong to believe that Christmas is a modern phenomenon. As Christians spread the religion into Europe in the first centuries AD, they ran into people living by a variety of local and regional religious creeds. Christian missionaries lumped all of these people together under the umbrella term pagans, said Philip Shaw, who researches the early Germanic languages and the Old English language. The term is related to the Latin word meaning field, Shaw told Life Science. The linguistic link makes sense, he says, because the early European Christians was an urban phenomena while paganism persisted longer in rustic areas or the peasant areas. Early Christians, again from the article, wanted to convert pagans, Shaw said, but they were also fascinated by their traditions. The Christians of that period are quite interested in paganism, he said. It's obviously something they think is a bad thing, but it's also something that they think is worth remembering, and that is exactly what the ancestors did, and also what some of the peasants continued to do. They went ahead and they melded the new Christian traditions with the old age wisdom of paganism. That is why perhaps pagan traditions remain even as Christianity took hold. The Christmas tree is a 17th century German invention, but it clearly derives from the pagan practice of bringing greenery indoors to decorate in midwinter. How about that? You probably knew that. But the modern Santa Claus is a direct descendant of England's Father Christmas, who was not originally a gift giver. However, Father Christmas and his other European variations are modern incarnations of old pagan ideas about spirits who traveled the skies in midwinter, Hutton said. Number two, we all want that warm Christmas glow. But why is this fixation on parting in midwinter anyhow? Well, according to historians, it's a natural time for a feast in an agricultural society. All the harvest work is done for the year, and there's nothing left to be done in the fields. So what do you do? <laughs> you throw a big party. It is a time when you have some time to devote to your religious life, but it's also a period when, frankly, everyone 
needs a little cheering up because, again, that the light has gotten shorter from midsummer to now. The dark days that culminate with the shortest day of the year, the winter solstice, could be lighted with feasts and decorations. Number three, the church was slow to embrace Christmas. And despite the spread of Christianity, midwinter festivals did not become Christmas for hundreds of years. The Bible gave no reference to when Jesus was born. Let me tell you, uh, the historians say that Jesus was born in the springtime, which wasn't a problem for early Christians. It never occurred to them that they needed to celebrate his birthday because, again, it's not really it's mentioned in the Gospels, but it's not meant either as Easter. So the commemoration of feasts are not mentioned in the Bible. With no, I'm reading back from the article here, it says, with no biblical directive to do and no mention in the Gospels of the correct date, it wasn't until the fourth century that the church leaders in Rome embraced the holiday. At this time, Many people had turned to a belief that the church found heretical, that Jesus never existed as a man, but as a sort of a spiritual entity. And that was a common belief back then in Gnosticism, another Holmes Institute class which I took. <laughs> Midwinter festivals with their pagan roots were already widely celebrated, and the date had a pleasing philosophical fit with festivals celebrating the lengthening of days after the winter solstice, which fell on the 21st. Oh, how wonderful acted providence that on that day, that which the Son was born, that Christ should be born. One Cyprian text read. <laughs> Mithra's birthday was on the 25th. Okay. Number four, Puritans hated the holiday. But if the Catholic Church gradually came to embrace Christmas, the Protestant Reformation gave the holiday a good knock on the chin. In the 16th century, Christmas became a casualty of this church schism with reform minded Protestants considering it a little better than paganism. And this is also true in some Christian churches today also. So if you really want to look at the real war in Christmas, you got to look back at the Puritans. <laughs> they went ahead and they banned it. Number five, gifts are a new and surprisingly controversial tradition. Did you know this? Again, this is normally <laughs> what I'm reading here is what is known in academic circles, but usually not known generally. While gift-giving may seem tied to Christmas, it used to be that people looked forward to opening presents on New Year's Day. Did you know that? They were a blessing for the people to make them feel good at the year's end. And it wasn't until the Victorian era, the 1800s, that gift-giving shifted to Christmas. And according to the Royal Collection, Queen Victoria's children got 
Christmas Eve's gifts in 1850, including a sword and armor. Now, that's what I want. <laughs> in 1841, Victoria gave her husband, Prince Albert, a miniature portrait of her as a seven-year-old. And in 1859, she gave him a book of poetry by Alfred Lord Tennyson. All of this gift, I'm almost done with this. All of this gift giving, along with the secular embrace of Christmas, now has some religious groups steamed. The consumerism of Christmas shopping seems to some to contradict the religious goal of celebrating Jesus Christ's birth. And in some ways, the excessive spending is the modern equivalent of the drunkenness <laughs> and the revelry that made the Puritans frown. There may have always been a push-pull, and it's taken different forms. It might have been alcohol then, but now it's these glittering toys. So now you know the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. So the reason for the season is light. Emmanuel, the word Emmanuel taken from the New Testament, means that God is with us. Yes, it is the commemoration of the birth of Jesus. And as Ernest Holmes wrote in past issues of the Science of Mind magazine, that the Christ is to be born anew in us. Again, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Holy Days. May they be filled with wonderful activities and wonderful memories, even this year. And I would like to remind you that this is the Friday Evening Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus, broadcasting live from Akron, Ohio this evening. If you'd like to get in touch with me, again, PastorMichaelMangus at gmail.com. Stay tuned. I'm doing a radio thing called teasing you, okay? Stay tuned for more information about a special online Yule log burning on Monday. I'm actually getting a specially cut log for the burning on Monday night, tomorrow. <laughs> so I'll be bringing it over here to the secret location, and we will be burning it online. So we'll tell you more about that a little bit later on. In other news, we go back to COVID-19. The numbers from the CDC as of 12 noon yesterday, total number infected, 16,756,581. That's an increase of 236,913 new cases in one day. Cases in the last seven days, 1,485,010. 
and the total number of deaths, 306,427. That is an increase of close to 3,500 new deaths in one day. Now, I share with you these numbers not to be depressing. I want us to be in faith, not in fear, but I also don't want us to be numb when we hear these numbers. I'll tell you about this here in just a moment. These numbers are family members who will not be with us this Christmas or any more holidays. So again, I encourage us to be in faith and not fear. So what you need to know from CNN, the U.S. FDA, Food and Drug Administration, says it's rapidly working towards issuing an emergency use authorization of the Moderna vaccine after its advisors voted to recommend it. Also, its COVID-19 vaccinations continue to roll out across the U.S. Hospitalizations hit a new record for a 12th straight day. My sister, who is an RN, told me that she will be receiving her first vaccination on December 30th, with one to follow, another one to follow two weeks later. French President Emmanuel Macron, COVID-19 diagnosis has sent ripples throughout the European political sphere, with multiple leaders forced to quarantine. That's because, that again, he was out and about. And a new mystery cluster of COVID-19 cases in Australia's New South Wales continues to grow. Health officials think that the source could be from overseas. And again, I think I put on my Facebook page about how Australia has been keeping the COVID cases down. It is summertime down there now. Their temperatures are in the 80 degree Fahrenheit and up range. And that there are still, again, some pockets of COVID-19 brought by foreigners, people coming into the country. Joe and Jill Biden will receive the Pfizer vaccine on Monday. They, we do not have details on where exactly this will take place. Also, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and the incoming second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, will also receive their vaccines the following week. Nancy Pelosi also received her COVID-19 vaccine, as well as Vice President Mike Pence, Second Lady Karen Pence, and also our Surgeon General Jerome Adams. They received the first dose of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. CNN also reported last night that all the members of Congress will be eligible to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, according to a memo from the Capitol attending physician and a statement from Speaker Pelosi. New York hospitals are in crisis management and have added to capacity. Their governor says, I'm not going to read through the whole article, but it just 
the reason I even bring this up is again, to make us aware that when we stay healthy and we stop the spread, (laughs) what happens is that that lessens the load on our overworked healthcare workers. We are almost at capacity in our intensive care units. So again, we can whether or not we're vaccinated or not, we can all play a part in stopping the disease. I like this. This is from um, CNN, Elsie Hammond. She says, technology used to make the COVID-19 vaccine could change how we fight diseases. The chairperson of the Moderna spoke this past week to CNN. He said that the technology used to make the company's COVID-19 vaccine could change the way the scientists think about therapeutics and vaccines for other diseases in the future. We have demonstrated in many different disease therapeutic areas and vaccines that this kind of technology could in fact create a whole new portion of the medical repertoire that we have to fight disease. Moderna is one of the companies to pioneer. It's called mRNA or messenger RNA technology. And its vaccine is based on, and also Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine also uses this approach. Now, I also know that Moderna also has a lot more expertise in developing mRNA vaccines than Pfizer. So how it works is that the messenger RNA is a single strand of a genetic code that cells can read and make use of the protein. In this case of this vaccine, the mRNA instructs the cells in the body to make a particular piece of the virus's spike protein. Then when the immune system sees it, it recognizes it as as foreign and is prepared to attack it when the actual infection occurs. The chairperson of Moderna also said, he says, perhaps not always to be able to go from zero to a vaccine in less than a year, but certainly the five to 10 years it used to take was somewhat predicated on older technologies. And also I'll say that the assumption that it has to take that long, which we no longer have to make. And also from CNN, says, some context, the FDA Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee met to discuss Moderna's vaccine on Thursday and is expected to authorize it for emergency use in the coming days. Once it does, the Health and Human Services Secretary, Alex Azar, says that the federal government has nearly 5.9 million doses ready to be shipped. This week, this pandemic has become personal. My mother, who is 86, tested positive for COVID-19 and was taken to the hospital for observation. She is back 
in a skilled nursing facility at the retirement complex where she lives. My roommate's best friend is also in a nursing home after contracting COVID-19. I tell you all this because, but this is serious. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And the most moral, the most ethical thing that you can do, the most spiritual, the most loving thing, is the four W's. As wear a mask, wash your hands, watch your distance, and also crack open a window when you have people over. Please rethink the large family gatherings this Christmas. Many of the churches I know are holding services only on the internet. There are some churches still holding Christmas Eve and Christmas services. The Supreme Court, by the way, is still rejecting bans on attendance limits at houses of worship. And again, as I said last week and the previous weeks, there is a huge difference between you and I going to the grocery store and moving about and social distancing and then going to church or a sporting event for an hour or two hours, talking and also singing. Big, 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 big difference. Just be careful out there. Know with all of us here at the New Thought Media Network, as we hold the high watch of a world that has a new normal and that we all can start attending church services in person again, we will all get through this. Are you a victim or a victor? The choice is up to you here. Yes, I know the year has been tough. We will all get through this here. And you have a community of people, either your local community or us here at the New Thought Media Network. We are here to love you, to support you, to get you not only through this, but to have you thrive through this. All right? Once again... If you have wondered what you have stumbled onto, hi there. This is the Friday Evening Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus, and in just a few moments, we will have on my wonderful producer, Diego Riaz, with the New Thought Media Network, (laughs) my producer, and also the producer of a brand new show that we're going to do next week. I think, and again, Diego can go ahead and correct me. I think it's at 6 Mountain, 8 Eastern. So it will be here instead of us. But we will be back <laughs> the following week. But uh, we're going to do, a, again, a special holiday program that Diego will uh, tell you about here in just a few moments. 
Just a few announcements before we have him come on. Yours truly is parking himself at the Summit Center for Spiritual Living in Akron, Ohio. So for more information, please go to summitcsl.org. There you will find information about our wonderful Sunday gathering online at 1030 Eastern. That's 7.30 Pacific time. So grab your cup of coffee or tea or espresso or whatever you would like and come and join us. It is one of the best services in New Thought because I think it has the right balance of meditation, of quiet time, of message, of speaking. It's wonderful. So please join us this coming Sunday. And yours truly will be the individual giving the lesson, and I'll be talking about the peace of the season. So come and be with us this Sunday, or please watch the replay on Facebook. And also, if you go on to our Facebook page, which is the Summit Spiritual Center of Akron, the Summit Spiritual Center of Akron, Monday night at 9 Eastern, yours truly, will be doing a virtual Yule Log burning. So if there is something that you would like to either put into the log to either release, or if there's something that you would like to embrace for the new year, a prayer request, please get that to me, and I'll go ahead and I'll stick that in the log, and we'll let it Burn, baby, burn, as I used to say. And again, we'll usher in again and celebrate the bringing back of the light. So again, Pastor Michael Mangus at gmail.com. We will put all the things that you would like to let go of and also all the things that you would like to embrace. We'll put those all in the log and we will burn it up. And that'll be on Monday night. So I'm currently open for individual practitioner sessions also Sunday speaking, and I love doing weddings. So all you have to do again is to get in contact with me at pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com. We have so much going on here at New Thought Media Network. Lots of stuff going on, including Reverend Robert's birthday celebration <laughs> this coming Sunday between 4 and 7 p.m. Mountain Time. They'll be doing a live Facebook and YouTube broadcast and all kinds of cool stuff. So again, go on ntmedia.org. We'll give you more information about that. Also on December 23rd, Reverend Robert is expanding the Wednesday evening pick-me-up to include a private community gathering immediately following the midweek pick-me-up service. What they will do is they will open up a Zoom room invite you to join in for a virtual fellowship experience. And again, if you are on our mailing list, and you can get on our mailing list through ntmedia.org, uh, we will send you a reminder next week, usually on Monday, with access links. Christmas Eve is the perfect time to take some time to nurture your spiritual life. This year, one of my favorites Reverend Donna Michael has offered something special. Reverend Donna is one of the originators of the new, I think it's pronounced Tazi. I think that's the right pronunciation service. 
and she has recorded a special 45-minute version for us to share. We'll be broadcasting that service on Thursday evening, the 24th and the 31st at 7 p.m. That's Mountain Time. Please check in at our Facebook page or YouTube channel for this very special service. We'll tell you about the very special Conscious Karaoke here in just a few moments. A couple of reminders again. On Mondays, we have Monday Morning Visioning at 7 a.m. Again, all of these are Mountain Time. We have Cosmic Prayer live from the U.K. with that beautiful, talented Laura Topper. There she is, all smiley. Yeah. Also, on Tuesday, we have Mystical Writers Hangout, Treasures from the Tao with Reverend Jody. And also New Thought Today with Reverend Z and Reverend Robert. All kinds of cool stuff. Every day we have evening prayers at 8.15 with the prayer team. Thursdays, we have Jersey Girl Wisdom with Reverend Dr. Michelle Wadley. Ministers Talking Stuff podcast. (laughs) At 7 a.m. Mountain Time with Reverend Robert and also Reverend Z. We also, on Friday, have a collective meditation for peace, Heart of Peace Meditation at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, Fireside Chat at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Friday evenings, and the Camille Conti Show at 8 p.m. on newthoughtmedia.org. And also, Feel the Flow, broadcast with Terry Paul Choice on newthoughtmedia.org. And guess what? All of this needs your support. Yes, we have bills to pay. Yes, we have bandwidth to buy. We could sure your your help. And again, we have all kinds of premiums on the newthoughtmedia.org website. You click on the donate button, all kinds of cool swag you could get all the way from stickers, all the way up to a, a home cooked dinner and a painting. (laughs) Wouldn't that be wonderful? But the best gift that you get is being able to take this powerful new thought message to the whole world. And like I said last week, we may be the only community that some people ever are in contact with. We have people also in third world countries. We have people that have, unfortunately, oppressive governments. We may be the only community that they get in contact with. Please help us. We're still a little short of our fundraising goal we would really, again, appreciate the help. And your gift goes a long way. We spend your money consciously here to get this message out there. Again, newthoughtmedia.org, and you'll get a lot more information there. All right? Thank you so very much. It is my honor to present at this time 
my wonderful producer who will be debuting a brand new show, Conscious Karaoke, on Christmas at 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Here he is, fresh out of makeup, <laughs> Diego Reyes, my producer. Hello, sir. Hello, Pastor Mangus. I'm uh, trying to figure out how to get you on the left-hand side. You you should be the master of the control here. Well, no, no. You Listen, <laughs> those, listen I got buttons here. I still don't know how to push. Okay. <laughs> And so, yeah, so I'm I'm still learning my stuff here. So tell us, you're not on camera very much. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became involved here at the New Thought Media Network. Well, I I think it I just kind of lucked into it. It just kind of fell into my lap. I, uh, um, you know, I'm always been keeping very in touch with uh, Agape and Centers for Spiritual Living and all the organizations online. I, you know, I'm, I try to stay active. And I remember seeing Rev. Uh, Robert make a post about a new um, media network that he was going to try to start forming, the New Thought Media Network. And I just left a position where I was working doing uh, video uh, editing and production. And I thought, well, I'd like to help them out with whatever I can. So I sent a message to Rev. Robert, and here I am. <laughs> he says, hey, would you like to take a, a Friday evening show that uh, I by hosting? And <laughs> let's give it a tackle. That's right. Now, did you get your uh, yearly bonus? Uh, okay. <laughs> Robert said, we still have to, he says, we'll get it when we, when we raise the money. He says, he said, raise four grand for me and then, and then you guys will get your bonus. <laughs> now we, we are all loving volunteers here and True. we put this on again because we love you enough that we want to present this message to you in different ways. Right. And so again, that's the reason why for the variety of program here at the new thought media network. So what yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Now you do have a background in broadcasting, don't you? I do. I was, I've been a DJ of some sort, most of my life, uh, radio or just mobile DJing, uh, played tunes a lot. Then later on, as I started a spiritual path, I kind of got into photography, which I'd been in way before, but I kind of fell out of it. Then I got back into photography at Agape. I just kind of fell into heading the photography ministry out there. <laughs> at one point, I wanted to come back out to Colorado to be closer to fi my family. All my family lives out here on the Front Range of Colorado now. And uh, when I learned that the writings of Ernest Holmes, the origins of Sinners for Spiritual Living to Religious Science were all archived and kept out here in Golden, Colorado. I thought, wow, I can go out there and I can study the real archives, the writings of Ernest, and be closer to family and get to know the community. One thing really rang out to me that Rev. Michael uh, told us that 
it just really resonated with me. He says, you know, a lot of us want to change the world, but we all got to start in our own backyard. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I really do need to head back home and get closer to family and see my where, you know, all my origins are coming from and work on changing that area first before I go out and change the rest of the world. But now I've found New Thought Media and any location is just a just a, a, a speck in the uh, World Wide Web. Yes, uh, our uh, his uh, Diego's master control is from his laptop. <laughs> That's right. But you see, again, if we were to do, if we were go, if we were producing the show twenty or thirty years ago, again, we would have had to have a ton of equipment. Oh, full of stuff. Yep. Yeah, we would have. Uh, uh, Diego couldn't probably. Uh, do it from his home. Again, we are just so blessed. We have the opportunity again, using technology to be able again to to share this wonderful message with the world. Did you know that I know Dr. Marilyn Leo? Oh no, from the archive. Get to meet her. We're I, gonna. I, well, I tell you what, I talked about her, and I know a lot about her. So, but I have yet to meet her. So, I will ask her. She is in my Wednesday night class. With Dr. Tom Senar, and I will ask her some week. Yeah, it's really, it really is wonderful to study. Excuse me? What are you going to ask her to come sing with me? Would You know what? She would. That would be a great co-host. No, she would. That would be a co-host. She would. Coming up next week, when we're covering for your spot, Rev. Robert Brzezinski, the founder and creator of New Thought Media, is going to join me up here in your time slot, and we're going to sing Christmas carols to everyone. Okay, now remember, and, guys. And invite, now. and invite people to come join us to, to tune in. I'm we we want this. To, Go ahead. We want this to be a rating getter, okay? <laughs> so encourage other people to come on besides you and Robert. <laughs> Hey, 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 yeah. So, so tell us about your show next week. How'd it come about? Well, the idea. I, I used to do a show. I've been, like we were talking about earlier, I've DJed in various four formats for years. And one of the shows I used to have, I did out in when I lived in Vermont. And then I did it a few times when I moved out to California. So I've done it coast to coast. Uh, I called interactive entertainment and I would go to places that a lot of places, you know, weren't really excited about uh, having a karaoke night. They didn't really want a lot of the drunk people coming up, you know, some of the classier places, maybe that's a night, you know, a little lounge. Um, I would go in and I would, I would sing some uh, crooner music. I do some, I'd start off with some soft dinner type music Uh, as the night progressed. If people were really enjoying it, I would encourage them to sing songs with me. I would get sing-along songs that I'd play for the whole crowd. By the end of the night, I was hoping that everybody was enjoying themselves so much that they wanted to come up. Uh, we turned it into a karaoke slash open mic night, which is kind of what I want to do with uh, sing. Uh, Spirit Says Sing. We're going to bring here. I thought, ooh, that would be, I think, with this new, with this format that we use here in New Thought Media, we stream with, uh, what's it called now? StreamYard the uh, StreamYard app. And I think that would really lend itself to make a a really nice show like that. We can have 
up to 10 guests at a time into the green room while other everybody else can still stream and watch it. And if I could get through a show with 10 guests, that would fill it. I, I think I could fill two hours easy. If I had 10 guests that wanted to sing, oh, that would be a good time. We are talking this evening here on the Fireside Chat with the fire in the background. Isn't that nice? Thank you, Diego, for arranging that tonight. Um, Diego Reyes, who's my producer, and also uh, he'll be um, he'll be hosting a brand new show starting on uh, on Christmas. The I wish I had a promo to show you. I, I'm still working on that this week. The what now? I said I wish I had a promo put together to show right now as you're describing this, but... We're still working that this week. <laughs> well, you know, again, you have to understand that the elves are all busy, okay? That's and they're, they're they're trying to get Santa ready to, you know, go in the sleigh and to do his business. So, yeah, so. <laughs> the graphics department at the New Thought Media Network may be a little busy this week because it's helping Santa Claus, so. True, true. <laughs> you know, one of the things I love most about New Thought Media Network is on the formats that we use to to uh, share our message with the people, they're very interactive. And that's one of the big ideas I have with this show, uh, Spirit Says Sing, is to show people that you can come online and be a part of this broadcast with us. Uh, next week, as I introduce this show, I'll be telling people how all they have to do is sign up an account with uh, StreamYard I'll have a link that I send people and they'll pop them right into the studio. I'll show you how we can make magic together. Um, we can entertain the world. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think it's a, a wonderful show. Spirit says sing premiering next week at this time slot. Now Christmas night, going to do some carols. I, I want you to know something for all of my loyal viewers out there. No, I am not getting the cancellation notice. We will be back here. And if the show is a big hit, which I know it will be, that <laughs> Diego will get his own time slot. So Yeah, I was thinking, actually, Saturday seems to be a pretty open time for uh, us here in New Thought Media. You know, we're, we're looking for time to fill up, uh, sh you know, shows to fill up slots everywhere. But I think Saturday could really use a little, a little uh, fun spiritual singing before we go to service the next morning. And I really think, again, with the times being the way that they are, that, again, that uh, by us getting together and singing, I think that is so much fun. I wouldn't and I think this is, this is going to be a great idea. Uh, again, it's a wonderful way to build community. And we are building a community here online. And, again, like I said earlier, Diego, I think that, we sometimes are the only community that some people will have in some of these uh, other third world countries yes. and, and some of the uh, countries in uh, Eastern Europe, uh, China, oh, definitely. other places, North Korea, again, other they have access to internet, but unfortunately, again, that we may be the only new thought center that they ever come in contact with so well again through the use of media we're able to do that go ahead yeah i was going to just say that i can so relate with that with that statement that um i was really kind of looking for a spiritual community when i found agape i was living in vermont at the time and i became 
excuse the the term, I became a religious live streamer. I for every agape service I was streaming in, and it got to the point where I said, "Well, I can't do this online anymore. I have to go out there and study with the man." That's what took me cross country all the way to L.A. to study at agape with him for several years. Is so I know how powerful this media can be and what a calling it, it can lead someone to their spiritual path. I'm I'm a living example of it. And I think that, again, the experience online, again, many churches have had to or be forced to do it, that we're learning how to have a balance, that when we get out of this, that when we're able then to meet in person again, that the components that we have online will still be there. It's not going away. Many communities in Centers for Spiritual Living are doing quite well financially. And the reason being is because of the online presence. It's, let me tell you something, it's a lot easier on Sunday mornings to go get your cup of coffee. Yes, yeah. And to go to your computer rather than having to spend an hour. <laughs> getting yourself all cleaned up and going to church. So that's one yeah. of the nice things about we used about to call it online. church. What now? We used to call it jammy church. <laughs> well, we're all in pajamas watching church. We love that's it. That's what we're doing. Hey, we're a little community. Yeah, we are. Well, listen, it's Spirit Says Sing. It'll be next week premiering on Christmas. It's our Christmas gift to you. Next Friday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Correct. I may even. Yes. Come if, on. Now, again, you doesn't want to sing, doesn't want to go caroling. Well, tune in and let us sing for you. Uh, this year with the with the social distancing, I'm sure you're probably not going to get carolers coming to the front door. But not you will get carolers <laughs> online. <laughs> They'll be more than happy to sing for you. Yes. And then if it's popular enough, I'll be back again to take requests. That's right. <laughs> Diego, I just want to just, uh, we're almost out of time here. I just wanted to say thank you for all your love and support. A Thanks a lot, Pastor. And and that, again, we're going to be doing this into the, into the new year. Lots of wonderful programming. And again, I keep putting it out there that we are going to uh, be doing a lot of cool stuff as far as with our radio stream and some other stuff there too so hi amber it's been wonderfully convenient for all of us as well so thank you for the live streams they've been amazingly uh wonderful through this crazy time amber thank you please tell all of your friends and also if you could everyone on facebook go ahead and share this all of our broadcasts here on new thought media network are all archived and we're also archiving them on, on YouTube also. So all you have to do is just share them on your page. That's one of the ways that we get the message. Definitely. Out there. Diego, thank you very much. I better close this up before you take me off the air. We got to get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just a few more announcements here. Thank you, Diego. Again, Spirit Says Sing will be this coming Christmas, uh, the 25th at... 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Again, uh, please join us next week for that. Lots of good programming coming up. Newthoughtmedia.org. 
please consider a very special year-end donation to help keep us going. We would really appreciate that. And again, we have all kinds of cool stuff to, to give you from stickers to coffee mugs, even a special dinner if you'd like for a thousand dollar donation. But the most important thing is this, your contribution affects the world. Isn't that nice? So again, newthoughtmedia.org, please donate. Again, we are a little short. We would really appreciate your help. So from all of us here in Akron, Ohio, to all of you, a very happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy, happy Holy Days. And again, hope to see you sometime. Uh, we will be here on New Year's Day to uh, kick in uh, 2021 with a bang. And I know that, again, that this next year is going to be our best year yet. All right? Guaranteed. So for all of us, from Diego and myself to all of you, have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining us this evening for Friday's Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. Join us again next week at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain for more spiritual conversations for today. For more information and replays of past shows, please visit the New Thought Radio and Media Network's Facebook page. Until next week, may God bless you richly and abundantly.